right, we are synchronized. Beautiful. Um, which means that it's time to begin. Yay. I love that there's a physical ritual that synchronizes us into the yeah, game space. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It is good stuff. <clears throat> okay. So, the world of Prism is a vast ocean. A sparkling blue canvas onto which six gods painted their masterpieces. The realms of rouge, orange, gold, green, blue, and violet, each a land lovingly crafted in the vision of what their god thought was best in life. The goddess of blood gave the people of prison the capacity to think and feel, and thus made the Rouge Realm a land where its people might joyously follow their whims, indulge their senses, and experience what life in their bodies had to offer. The god of the moon, by contrast, saw life's most important aspect as its ending and its opposite, and thus placed the Violet Realm closest to the eternal slumber, where its people might reflect and celebrate the time they have in the world. Each realm a statement its nature and intention. And although it has been centuries since the gods and goddesses last made their presence known on Prism, their work is still felt every day by the peoples of the sea. They feel it in the magic that permeates the world and in the blessings and curses that are said to visit those who walk or stray from the gods' path. You see, all of this divine craft was for the people of Prism, a people as vibrant and colorful as the realms themselves, People with alabaster skin and a natural attunement with the elements. People who can flower and bring forth children no matter their gender. People that possess sharp teeth and the speed of the fiercest ocean predators. And all of them as at home in the sea as they are on the islands which dot its surface. This is a world of many amazing merfolk. And a world that for a long time has experienced peace among its realms. Although recently... This peace has begun to be tested. The High King of the Blue Realm, ruler of all realms, grows more worried about the desperate, disparate wants of his subjects and the many directions in which they pull. So as a celebration of unity and a reminder of the land's shared history, the High King has decided to revive a generations-old tradition, one known as the Quittance. A journey of redemption that will see a fellowship all the way from the Rouge Realm, past the Violet Realm, and to the last horizon in the land beyond. And it is at the festival that marks the start of this pilgrimage that our story begins. We see a, a city of glowing lights, um, a great chasm in the rock below, below, full of a vibrant coral reef, and suspended above it, many, like, bubbles and spaces of air and land that are magically suspended above the oceanic city. Um, all of these areas set up for festival and celebration and getting ready for the announcement that is going to begin Quittance. The Quittance, of course, formed by a, uh, a member of the realm chosen and brought together. And uh, we can see these people um, gathered around a table a table on a balcony overlooking this grand scape, uh, kind of a lot going on for, uh, for them. Oh yeah. Um, and that's, that's where I want, that's kind of where I want to begin this. Um, it feels like a lot for me to segue from one introduction directly into another where like 
the uh the high king is going to like introduce y'all um but um well if you want we can stick another introduction in the middle hi everyone welcome to gtrtp oh the gaming, shit. For, the gaming for trans rights tabletop <laughs> podcast we're so excited to be bringing you an ongoing campaign in an amazing more folk laden world and i'm your and i am one of your co-hosts for this game john he him pronouns joined joined today by my players um and the far more professional than me um moss <laughs> thanks john i wasn't trying to roast you i just seldom get to say the gtrtp acronym so i jumped on it it was a cool Hi, I'm no, a they, them pronouns very professional uh, first guest of this podcast and now ongoing player at random hell yes i'm one and... of john's players my name's leah and i use she they pronouns and also in the other co-host <laughs> thanks leah keeper of the twitter password owner of the rss feed <laughs> the holiest of holy arts mm-hmm. and uh going around the table we also have ash with us again hello i'm ash cheshire fey femme pronouns it is a delight to be back and i think i think cold opens are incredibly professional and delightful so I, I'm agreed it was gorgeous john i was waiting for you to say welcome to night vale at the end of all that too just <laughs> nailing that low baritone <laughs> when the tie-in finally happens um god if they haven't made a, a night vale tabletop game they should I or we should almost, I'd be almost more surprised if one doesn't exist at this point. Yeah. It's also so weird. I'm, a little bit of me is like, what? What couldn't you play in Night Vale? Shall we? Shall we round out our our intros with our yes, our special guest? Yes, our extra special guest, the creator of Prism, the game that we are playing, um, Whitney Delaglio. Hello. <laughs> which we love yes indeed awesome and uh yeah uh for the next game for a medium length campaign which we haven't tried before on gtrtp uh we're gonna be playing prism um which is whitney's game it's a diceless role-playing game that we were really drawn to for its enchanting premise and like focusing on themes of intimacy and connection and positive representation and i had like a little seed germinate on this like big grand adventure that i wanted to spin uh with people so uh thank you so much to all my players and how are we gonna kick this thing off i think so hawthorne is the representative from the violet realm uh i think because acquittance is very important in that it is a journey in order to get here which is all the way at the very beginning from the mm -hmm. end to the beginning uh, it only makes sense uh, that she's been unconscious, <laughs> and like, <laughs> yeah, someone has, uh, uh, with her consent, mm -hmm. knocked her out, brought her here, and now she's like being revived at the table via some kind of smelling salts. Wow, Amazing. damn! Because I don't want to, I don't want to spoil the journey for myself by having come from the Violet Realm all the way here. <laughs> sure, you you fell asleep on the flight. Yeah. Mm. I think that there is absolutely, like, methods of transportation in this world, um, like, they can get you from location to location, um, and like those, I, uh, Like those tubes, they shoot the salmon up to go up the... <laughs> up the waterfalls. Yeah, 
Hawthorne yes. got salmon tubed. Hawthorne the... got just pneumatic tubed. Like a receipt at a bank. <laughs> or like a lollipop for your child. Do we want teleportation in this world? I think not. Well, Whitney's here. But, but ocean high-speed rail seems fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> this world is more put together than ours, then. Yeah, I'm into the mullet That's train. That's one of the hopes, isn't it? I'm feeling like you, like, hitched a ride on, like, a, like some big eel or something. Hell and, yeah. like, ha- have been, like, in this, like, big, um like palanquin-esque like attachment that is like on top of this eel i took the mega eel john yeah you you took the (laughs) mega i paid one dollar three months ago i got picked up in the parking lot of a GameStop. (laughs) i once took a mega bus an hour and a half in the wrong direction because the driver didn't know where they were going whoa so the, the your mega eel took a weird detour because it wanted to eat something that swam past yeah. <laughs> so I should have been unconscious for like a day, and instead I've been unconscious for like three. <laughs> yeah, we've we've given cool. you some kind of some kind of strange strange hangover cure in a glass, and there's a delicate purple snail shell full of vaporizing oils being held under your nose to enliven you again. You are still like coming to it, so like uh, like understanding like where you are. Um, so yeah, I think that you are all like guests of honor at this table, and probably like. This is maybe even, like, a table that is being shared with, like, the High King and Queen of the Blue Realm, um, as well as the Viceroy and Viserin of the uh, the Rouge Realm. Um, imagine probably, like, blue on one side, red on the other. Um, and y'all, y'all's in the middle. So, there is, like, a murmuring and taking of places that is happening all across this, uh, all across this uh, coral metropolis. And the time has finally come... That the High King sta- uh, stands, raises uh, raises a hand. Hmm? John. Yes? Should Coral go? It's a coral what? metropolis. Should Coral go? I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Chicago. What's, is there a name of it? I was trying to think. Because, like, New Coral City yes, doesn't the... really work. Mar- um, yes. This is the city of Maracardium. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Or Maracardia. I thought Chicago um... was going to go better. Uh, feel free to cut that out. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so the, the high, the high king stands and raises a hand, raises a hand and like a wave that washes over, uh, the city, things go, uh, things go silent. I would like to begin by thanking our hosts here at Maracardia. I cannot think of a better place to begin this celebration than at the heart of the Rouge Realm. And of course... I'd like to thank you all for being here and joining us today. For this is a festival of unity. A reminder of what we can accomplish Um, when our realms come together. Puts down their um, very fancy cocktail and stands. Bows politely. Champions can arise. Those who would overcome their past. Brave our lands, earn their place in society once more. Let us meet them now, the pilgrims and representatives of the quittance. Um, and there is thunderous a, applause um, in the crowd. Yeah, dude, oh, like on the spectrum, pretty on the like towards androgyny. Down, hit, their their skin is like a like a lime Where green, better to begin? And their hair and is like a, a curly, from the like darker, darker green. Introduce yourself and um. 
a lot um they're shirtless and they're they're, they're shirtless quote unquote but their shirt is made up of like um the, the um the <laughs> Um, stems and flowers of um, big, lotus blossoms. Big, like reflections and, on the bubbles yes, hovering and over the city. A like, your face is now made large on the jumbotrons. Um, what do what do people see when they see Justine? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Hell yeah. Amazing. Um and the uh the Viceroy and Viserine of the Rouge Ru realm uh give like some like hearty big clap uh big claps for you like the vi i think uh the viser the viserine like catching your eye uh, catching your eye i think maybe you might even know them personally um as you have recently risen in society um and uh a big roar uh roar of applause goes up around the city um then and from the orange realm uh fossa sets down their cocktail and their their plate of small of small crab cakes and stands uh they're a little bit they've kind of got the gentle giant energy they're kind of they've kind of got uh like a strong imposing build they've got a very a very strong jawline and broad shoulders muscle not like bodybuilder display muscle but muscle like someone who does a bunch of work that uses their upper body a lot of their time um and they are very lionfish like their skin is primarily mm. orange, but it's dappled with fine, wavy lines and patterns of black and white. So it kind of always looks like they're wearing really good eyeliner. Um, and their hair is uh, sort of wavy-edged little spines that they have slicked back um, and clipped with a shell so that they mm -hmm. stay back from their face. I think one has fallen out, so there's like a single little like trailing bang um, yes. across one eyebrow that shifts a little as they stand and they look out with a sort of like they look a little grim considering that this is supposed to be a big celebration i think there's a bit of a discomfort at being this visible but they've galvanized themselves to stand for it and they're wearing uh a sort of uh crop top and drapey loose pants that are made out of uh sort of like orange and gray dark muted tones compared to their skin but like Sort of kelp. Like, if you went to a great spa and you got a kelp wrap, like, if you made that into clothing, <laughs> that is more or less what Fossa is wearing. Uh, and they give a gentle wave, um, and their their hands are, like, really, like, de like dexterous, but well-maintained, not for display, like, nails filed short, very clean, and they're wearing a lot of subtle but clearly very well-made uh, gold jewelry set with orange stones. They have a uh, choker necklace and a lot of small rings. Awesome. And about as soon as they can politely feel that they're allowed to again, they sit right back down and go back oh, to Oh, yeah, the yeah. You see yourself in all of the Jumbotron bubbles. And it's intense. like, nope! <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you, Fossa. And our representative from the Gold Realm, 
former guardian, Oris. And then um, standing up from the table is a a mer person taking much very much after like a black tipped reef shark. Uh, their fingers and ears kind of like fading from the normal rough sandy brown of their body down to a dark black. Um, they uh, they stand with a a well toned frame, uh, a waist wrap around them. Um, and a wide smile they greet the audience with, but sad eyes. Um, designating their position as guardian, they still also have um, the the wings of golden light, but unusually with Oris, um, you might see that this light still fights a, um, a shadow that tints and rides through the gold light, the golden wings which are, remain tucked behind their back. And Oris gives a polite smile, nod, and raise of the hand before returning back down to their seat. Thank you for watching over this pilgrimage. And now our representative from the Green Realm, Muriel. Muriel uh, gracefully kind of rises out of her chair, setting down uh, utensils um, in their proper places um mm-hmm. she uh she is instantly able to kind of turn and look into wherever these cameras are um so that on the jumbotron everyone sort of sees her it's like she's making eye contact but it's just like ever so slightly off and down like this very sort of polite kind of like i see you and also this sort of <laughs> deference thing like just all of the etiquette, like, you know, she's, she's doing sort of very gentle movements with her hands. Um, Muriel is a, uh, a sea mammal um, in her aquatic form as she is right now. She uh, appears in a sort of a selkie-ish form. She has a seal tail and a humanoid um, sort of torso, arms and head. Um, she is wearing, uh, uh, Similar to um, what Fossa was describing, um, a or what Moss was describing mm-hmm. about Fossa, um, a uh, kelp um, gown um, that is mm-hmm. a blend of uh, green kelp in honor of her home realm, uh, and also russet and red kelp as a, a, an acknowledgement of the red realm uh, for hosting. Um, and in particular, uh, it has a sort of um, very minimal covering on top. Uh, in reference to the the Red Realm's tradition of having like very sort of loose minimal clothing, um, and then yeah. a little bit more uh, green kelp fronds kind of around her waist. Um, she's uh, uh, the same way that seals uh, tend to be uh, very like uh, fat and and uh, round and chubby friend like kind of creatures. She has a similar build. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the red, the red kelp that's just barely covering sort of her, uh, her top bits. Decolletage. Her, yes, exactly. Like just very, <laughs> very subtle and, and, uh, really, um, uh, accentuating all of her curves and everything and all of the other kelp kind of just sort of floating around her. Um, and, uh, what is, if there's, uh, if anyone has an idea, um, like particularly uh, John or Whitney, uh, an idea of like a a gesture that is kind of the like greeting or uh, salutation here in the Red Realm. She does that, um, and uh, and then sort of bows her head and and says it is 
it is a delight and a pleasure and an honor to be here today. I I am so grateful, uh, Your Majesty. Yeah, you know what I think it is? I think it is uh, kind of like... I. I know I've seen this in like sign language where it's like a point with both hands to the heart and then and, and then totally your hands yeah open yeah so she does that and then sort of interpretive dance kind of turns that into a gesture as she uh, settles back into her chair and bows her head elegantly done Muriel thank you and now your representative from the blue realm will be none other than your crowned princess the heir to the throne, my very own child, Princeps Senric. And then rising out of Zer's chair so that everybody can get a good look at Zer is Senric in all of Zer glory. Um, Senric is reedy but muscular and presents very prominent features of like the swordfish family. Blues and silvers glitter along her body with uh, striped patterning going up and down. Um, it is a strong and regal uh, coloration that marks them, as well as like a face full of sharp lines and a sharp no- nose. Z is also decked out in a combination of like ostentatious jewelry and like chivalric, kind of, almost like knights, like plate armor um forged from like or or carved rather out of like beautiful stone and coral uh and very much like representing where they are from and not where they are right now and senric gets up and like and eats up that applause um probably the one of us most used to being on bubble jumbotron absolutely uh like looks uh, like gets all that applause like looks looks away for a little bit like oh stop um and then um blows a kiss to a cam uh, a camera points a finger down at one of the floating bubble platforms and then uh takes a seat um and then the uh the king perhaps a little bit weary from the pageantry <clears throat> thank you senric and now, finally, from the far-off realm of Violet, we are graced with the presence of Hawthorn. All the way from the depths of unconsciousness. <laughs> yeah, Hawthorn blearily uh, coming back um, mm-hmm. <laughs> to the table. Uh, what did the people see? Uh, so so uh, Hawthorne's a nocturnal, and given the realm, I think usually their eyes are very purple. But given the the long stretch of unconsciousness, I think they're a little more reddish, so like okay. an almost pink. Um, <clears throat> they uh, so so uh, Whitney about a week ago asked like what kind of plant uh, is she? Mm. I really love foxgloves. They're these kind of plants. Ooh yeah. Uh, to the point where I'm currently getting this done. Hell yeah. Um, they're kind of for, for those listening into this in podcast form. Leah has just shown off an in progress sleeve tattoo. Sick ass yeah. tat. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Um, and uh, so I think it's not like an entire um, like foxglove body. I think because she's a brawler, it sort of grows in places where she needs to be protected or she's going to be doing combat. And instead of being like floral, they're almost hard and scale like. Mm um so it's it's almost a dual purpose like armor skin condition (laughs) um and because that kind of gives a lot of 
definition and coverage. Uh, there's not there's not a lot of clothing. There's maybe some like straps and 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 pouches and things, but uh, very good. A, a groggy and awkward kind of acknowledgement and then sitting. Yeah, Fossa probably like like gives Hawthorne like a gentle little jostle. But they want you to stand out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I beg Fossa for, like, mermaid caffeine or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Given that, that, uh, my relationship with Fossa, uh, which we haven't talked about yet, so I, we can cut this out of the podcast part, but I mean, Fossa... hey, we're, hey, it's in, it's happening in the, in the flow of gameplay. <laughs> right. It is sometimes. Yes. Well, then we'll, well, then we'll let that happen. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, Fossa is not on camera now and so can flag down a waiter. Um, yeah. Get you a nice affogato or something. Great. Um, okay. thank you to all for joining, thank you to all, thank you to each of you representatives for taking it upon yourself this great task. It, it is for all of us to see that none of us is, that none of us is without their, their own problems from the past, none without their own stains yet to be washed clean. And yet on this journey, we will see that any of us can be risen up. Any of us can be guided back to the light and see and see once again a glorious future for the realms. Thank you to each of you, and thank you to the vo- Viceroy and Viserin for for hosting us at this extravagant festival to mark the beginning of the quittance. And the Viceroy and Viserin stop kissing for a second to be like, "Oh yeah, thank you." Um. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard the feminine gendered version of that word before. Isn't it cool? It's it. <laughs> that is very cool. It's fun to say. Um, at the end of this feast, we will bestow upon you your your gifts, your traveling your traveling vaults into which you will each you will contain the tokens granted to you by the peoples of the realm. For at each realm you visit, you will each gain you will each gain the favor of the peoples of Prism and ferry it to the into the land beyond. Upon completing this, your curses will be washed clean, and you will have and you will have a chance once again to exp- to reintegrate and become everything that you can be for the people of Pri- for the people of Prism for the realms. And then there is a big uh, like uproarious applause. Uh, the princeps uh, sent the princeps Senric. Yeah, um, go us. Um, <laughs> I feel like the scale of applause, like imagine like it literally like rippling through the water yeah. so like we can feel it hit us. Because mm-hmm. um, I think like there's just, you know, the the, the vaguest motion of uh, of Fossa's ponytail is like this this wave of energy passes. They are playing with like all of their rings, like they are the most interesting fidget objects in the world <laughs> as this intensive speech about civic involvement, mm-hmm. responsibility, and redemption happens. Without further ado, Viceroy Viserine. Would you like to start us off? And then uh, the Viserine, the, the Viserine uh, like, gets up and takes her position, um, takes a deep breath in. Good bread, good meat, blood god, let's eat. Let's party! And, uh, like, <laughs> uh, claps Thank her you, hands. Um, <laughs> For the new nightly blessing I'm going to force my children to do once I have children. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the... Uh, and the up and the uproar um, 
evolves into the uh, the sounds uh, the sounds and clatters of feasting all across the city of Maracardia. And uh, for you all, and for you all, that means a um, a trail of servers uh, like come out laying down upon on upon the table in front of you, um, like e- exorbitant amounts of delicious, highly prepared prepared uh, ex- um, extravagant material, like uh, materials and food. Um, there there is um, like. Tuna so fatty and marbled, you can see that the oils on it begin to even bead on their surface. Uh, there, there are like the bounties of the green realm, like beautiful fruits and, ve- and vegetables and greens, all prepared in like there. There is like this uh, like big pot of like curry that is like brought uh, brought out and passed around. Um, uh, what do each of y'all reach for, like, in this, like, enormous table of uh, beautiful food? It starts with proximity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I've been unconscious for three days. Very fair. Uh, but once, like, that base need is satisfied, I move on to the curry for certain. Absolutely. You said curry, right? I said curry, yeah. This great, is, great. Yeah, this is, like, a great. vegetable curry great. from the green realm. Um. And I think probably at, like, y'all's table, there's even, like, you know, like, dishes representative of, like, each of the realms and kind of this, like, you know, it's in part of, like, the celebration of unity. And so they want to, like, bring the culinary flavors from each one of the six realms here. Um, so then, may- yeah, may- maybe instead of, like, ste- instead of, like, stealing that, like, what what kind of, like, dishes come out for each of y'all? Oh, yeah. I think Fawcett is, like, kind of intimidated as the spread comes out especially because i think they're dealing with the fact that some things that they have eaten for subsistence purposes in the past are now here just as like garnishes mm-hmm. uh <laughs> like like the scale of luxness is very disorienting oh yeah as is the fact that if you like clear a plate and like set it down for too long someone like comes and whisks it away um and like brings brings clean materials and things. Uh, mm-hmm. They are not super used to being waited on. Uh, so I think very much. I think their their dual purposes are getting hydration into Hawthorne mm-hmm. and looking for anything that feels like comfort food, which means anything that looks like it's been grilled. Yeah, like anything that's on like a nice metal skewer that's been grilled. There's some. Um, yeah, there are some kebabs that have been mm-hmm. like roasted over kind of like a like uh, an un- like a like traditionally done in the orange realm this would be over like a uh, a volcanic vent um mm-hmm. but uh here here like some of those same flavors have been like replicated over kind of like a bubbling underground uh, underwater fire um yeah and i think they're like serving things with like little like lava rock plate style oh, yeah. stuff to be like oh look it's the orange <laughs> <laughs> so um so fossa fossa's gravitating to that and like trying not to be tense about the whole thing mm-hmm. I, i'm drawing in part on a sense memory i have of when i was in high school and for reasons that disoriented me at the time <laughs> but that were still very neat i got to help speak at a like environmental conference because mm-hmm. my school had been doing like youth service learning projects about environmental issues and so they brought some of the kids to talk about it at the event, and we ended up at this fancy, like, hors d'oeuvres event that had, like, mm-hmm. diplomats at it, and they had international hors d'oeuvres, and some of them <laughs> disappeared immediately because they were really good, like the sushi. <laughs> um, and then for the American table, they literally had just mini hot dog sliders, and <laughs> no one touched them. 
like little like tiny burgers and things it was just like the tiniest little burgers <laughs> and no one ate them people people ate sushi and curried goat kebabs and a whole bunch of other stuff but they did not eat the mini burgers um <laughs> so i don't know if anything will languish here i think the food culture in prism oh yeah seems better than the or drove arrangements there, but that's that's my side ramble that I'm drawing on for Foss's particular <laughs> variety of tension, where it's like, why am I allowed to touch plates that are being touched by royalty? This is very uncomfortable. Brilliant. I, I think that we we even get kind of like um like your hesitancy. Uh, Sen Senric uh like grabs a plate and like pushes it o over towards you, and it's like you gotta try that one. Mm. Fossa is still uncomfortable, but is also incapable of refusing something from a royal. Uh -huh. So. I think that is like, now gonna eat literally whatever that is, even if they hate it. Yeah, I, and I think that like Senric has a retinue around uh, around them, um, and uh, like somebody pipes up and parks in sight. Oh, don't give it all! Don't give it all away! I haven't had a chance. Ha <laughs> ha! And then they all laugh together, <laughs> um, kind of like making you a, a, the weird butt of this joke now. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think Muriel. Um... Muriel goes for some of the the stew from her her home realm, um, and is delighted by it. And then is also adding some uh like All little right. so um, uh, Justine uh, is like clams or the, little uh, like shellfish gone. kind of things on top of it. Um, and uh, she glances over in Justine's direction and um, at, um, and sort Horace. of. Uh, and um, almost I think like while shyly that, kind of this, offers um, to like this um, um like could i could i prepare you a, a little bowl of, um, um a, i uh, I, I think it's particularly good with the shellfish berry, on it which is and she pulls her little favorite rock then, out of like, her out of her pouch like um her little seal like pouch and offers to like crack the the shellfish open for justine like i could i could i could garnish it for you if you'd like and then she kind of you know blushes and kind of turns and like sets her like own bowl down and like busies and herself so, cracking her own um, shellfish because she's uh, yeah they um they're, since they're very tinkery as a picaroon they like crack the shell oh like uh open in half perfectly and just put like the blob of black goo in their mouth and since they're like a, a lotus blossom their body just filters out all the all the garbage <laughs> and then he sticks out his tongue towards ours just to show like that the berry is perfect so it's kind of like the the um their interpretation yeah basically the cherry test them thing and and then like um like he uh, of course of course he has a good listen check uh here's um um muriel's offer and like turns his head still with the berry on their on their tongue and um swallows it and smiles in a very uh -huh. gentlemanly way and says that, that would be delightful thank you <laughs> Cherry stem. She um, happily goes about making a little a little bowl for Justine. That's so good. Um, Oris like 
you so you you catch Oris's attention with this, and you, it's like Oris is like eating on a on a uh, uh, a skewer, and like you stick out your tongue with this nut berry on it, and uh, they bite through it. <laughs> it's immediately like oh shit, um, <laughs> and then they go to retrieve the skewer out of their mouth. Um, what is uh what is Hawthorne up to right now? Is Hawthorne fully um, fully revived? Um, yeah, and I think the the violet realm food uh, that's present is um look I've, I've I was kind of thinking about like the violet realm being like the people that are closest to like the afterlife and everything, almost like a kind of like Day of the Dead type mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. So there's a lot of like sweetbreads, and I don't know what the undersea equivalent of sweetbreads are. Um, it might just be sweetbreads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like whatever kind of undersea nectar that's kind of like honey or something is is used in a lot of it. Oh yeah. Uh, so a lot of more dessert ish foods. Yeah, I love that. I think yeah, there's like yeah, I think that there are like these little, like very soft kind of like milk bread buns um with a uh with a custard in with a custard inside them um something like tart and tangy that plays off of the sweetness and the soft and the softness and like on the outside is like you can see decorate uh like decorating all of these buns um is a like uh, uh like a, a frosted piping um in inter- in interesting design in interesting designs reminiscent of like the dreaming which in the world of prism um death is handled very interestingly um when people first begin to die they uh i believe and correct me if i'm wrong on this whitney um they kind of go into a slumber um and in which they and which their (laughs) spiritual selves kind of still walk among us and then when they are at peace they fully pass on and that is known as entering from sleeping into dreaming uh so i think that we get a lot of very dreamy uh like (laughs) icing piping (laughs) I'm picturing buns with like a little sort of like fold in the texture, so it's kind of like the shape of like a like a mer person like curled up with like the tail. Oh, that's cute. The tail curled in. Yeah, I'd... I feel like you could do that with a cute pretzel bun. <laughs> I totally dig that. Um, Hawthorne, um, you uh, Hawthorne, you reach over for one of the like sweet buns of the Violet Realm, and your hand is immediately caught. The sweet buns of the Violet Realm. <laughs> Part four. Hey, it's a rouge party here tonight. <laughs> and your hand is caught and pulled into like a hand, a firm handshake by Senric. Um, you like uh, kind of students like figure we might as well all introduce ourselves here. Although it seems like my mother and father did, uh, got ahead of us on that. I am Senric, Princeps of the Blue Realm. It's a pleasure. Um. Hmm. 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 Hmm trying to figure out what Hawthorne would do because like I like eating but Hawthorne maybe is different something about role play I mean Hawthorne did just wake up from a kind of dead sleep though so even if Hawthorne isn't usually super hungry I think you could riff that either way you know I'm gonna go with the with the grogginess I think Hawthorne thinks they've met before and he's like oh it's so nice to see you again (laughs) I don't know (laughs) That's. I think that's. I think that's funny. Um, Thank you. I like. I like to be funny. Sometimes it doesn't work out. 
Like Shapur will go. Uh, and Senric uh, places uh, her other hand on, on yours and it's like, have <laughs> you seen me in your dreams before, huh? Um, and uh, Zer retinue um, behind uh, behind him, like all all gives a, a hearty chortle um, <laughs> at this. Um, and uh, Senric lean, leans back in her chair and he's like, "So, do you think they're not going to make us walk the whole way, right?" The violet round thing is like insight, right? Yeah. Like. I would like to know that he is deeply insecure, and that's why he's <laughs> trying to say I've had wet dreams about it. <laughs> um, Z. Uh, uh, wow, we're we're uh, yeah. So, what is your insight? Uh, four, or I guess plus three. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you have an insight of plus three. Um, I think that. I think that um, the princeps has some mad etiquette going on, um, but you are able to to pierce this pretty quick, uh, pretty quickly, uh, and tell like this is absolutely a a show of like <laughs> strength. Like uh, Senric is immediately trying to position um, themselves uh, as. It, is that the proper conjugation of that neo pronoun? <laughs> I was like, yeah, themselves or themselves. Themselves. Yeah. Okay. Cenric uh, is immediately trying to position uh, oh! himself as like oh! the leader of the group, and so is taking it upon himself to oh! int- to like, begin introductions and starting all of these conversations. Cenric um, goes. Uh, it's like you know. Six is a lot, but I think we've got room for all of that in my carriage. So we can we can make it work. You don't have a oh, lot damn, of money, right? Damn, I already had a, a good response for the last thing you said, oh. John. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and and, and then Senator Sen- Sen- Goethe's like, I mean, they're not going to make us walk the whole way, right? All right, perfect, cool. I, I hate having to improvise. Thank you for letting me use my canned line. Go. Uh, <laughs> uh, my eyes kind of flash back to their like deep purple color, and I said, well, we're certainly not going to carry you. <laughs> I... <laughs> Fossa chokes and tries to do so quietly, um, and then swallows whatever they're eating and says, it is a pilgrimage, your vibrancy. There's a lot of symbolism laden into it, but if we're not taking on some level of actual physical journeying in the process, do you really think that <laughs> the ceremony of the quittance will work as well? I mean, I mean we're pilgrims, not if these curses martyrs, were easy to break, right? we would have broken them already. Well, that is one way to lose a curse or vibrancy, but not the one I imagine any of us is going for, no. <laughs> I, um... I guess I don't know, John. Are we walking? <laughs> like the the, quit, well, the quittance is for us to walk. Like how big yeah, is so, this world? Uh, so uh, you see that like some of the guards <laughs> behind um, yeah. Senric kind of like share uh, a knowing look at each other, and uh, there's I think like a little bit of like a coughing silence at the table, um, and it's like, oh wait, I'll get to you later. We're not actually walking, right? Um, and, um, and, uh, and Senric turns to, Zer- uh, the, the, the king and queen, uh, it's like, father, we're not, and, and, and um, 
the and the king just like shoots him a, uh, shoots them a look um and um wait wait them them we switched to ours okay right. no <laughs> no or did we decide we, that... we've decided that Senric is gonna have neo is it has neo pronouns and auris i think it's supposed to be, are you conjugating a zur or a zem zur so shoot zur a look shoot zur a look okay i'm sorry i set you up for this John. no this is my choice <laughs> i did this as very much as like a a a method of practice as well Fair. um okay um so the the king uh like immediately shoots uh Zer a look that uh like catches uh Senric's voice in Zer's throat. Uh, and uh Sen- and Senric gets up and gets up from the table, goes over the guards and begins having a conversation. Is instantly done with y'all. Uh something more important has happened for Zem. Fossa says quietly, I was gonna tell her about the many muscle balms I carry, but I guess that will be for another time. I think Muriel catches that and um, and says, oh, Fossa, I would be very interested to hear about your balms. Fossa bl- blinks a little bit um, and just says, it, it is going to be a much longer kind of walking pilgrimage than anything I've done before, but I do I do travel a lot, blister management, becomes an issue it's not very glamorous but it is important uh and they're like you 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 have activated you have activated special, special interest, interest mode activated. on fossa <laughs> is, is now going <laughs> to pull out a lot of small jars and, um, and moleskin donut bandages muriel basically <laughs> has been sort yes. of observing fossa's discomfort on and off and uh having gotten a chance to sort of make a little a little bowl for justine um she now you are like in her uh like her um her sights as like a person she wants to calm and like allow you to feel mm-hmm. uh more um yeah she like she kind of did it on purpose uh to give give fossa yeah. a little space to kind of like info dump and be knowledgeable and feel more confident and so she really like kind of leans in like not not at all uh you know facetious or a facade she's genuinely like giving you all of her attention and really wants to give you an opportunity to do that. So, um, like, as much of that as you want to actually yeah, roleplay, but that's sort of her, like, her intention with that little oh, that, interaction. Like, I can, I can start start roleplaying <laughs> that, but I can fade to black so that we don't have everyone. <laughs> it's essentially, the the shorthand is that what Foss is rambling about is they have, they have, they're essentially telling you about their multiple careers they've had and the various kinds of, like, skincare that those have re- required because when you do, like, jewelry and metalworking, um, there's lots of, like, heat effects uh Mm -hmm. like potential scrapes and abrasions burn management and so that has its own whole like set of salves and like the things you use for safety and for prep and the things you can't use because they're flammable Mm. so if you put them on your hands it will exacerbate a burn if you get burned um and then they get into the other spectrum of like physical therapy (laughs) and massage work which has its own whole set of factors including lots of really hydrating things um, things they use with clients, things they use for their own skin because they have to wash and clean themselves a lot mm. um, in order to then be touching clients and things. And so the like rehydrating and soothing things. And that's where they have a lot of their pain management uh, balm knowledge, both for use on clients and for use on them 
because they get body soreness um, from that form of work. And so they're, they also, I think, are, yeah, it's the, the equivalent of the little, like, the moleskin. <laughs> I think, I think the two of these characters end up in this very, like, back and forth, like, oh, that's so interesting. Now, in my work, mm-hmm. I often have the, and, like, just this, like, into, like yeah. mutual special interest activated where the two of them are just like have gone into like talking shop and like comparing ingredients I'm like oh that's so interesting now yes. i have an ingredient mm-hmm. that i have in my realm that i often use like that kind of just like uh-huh yeah i think there's at least one moment where where faucet where faucet is like we can't i've tried to get it imported we can't it's such a nuisance <laughs> i tried to grow the plant and it died <laughs> have you all seen the videos where people will set up one of the uh, uh, Hot Wheels tracks with the accelerators in like a donut and it'll go faster and faster and faster and faster because the accelerator is just hitting it on either side. <laughs> That's how I imagine this conversation. That's exactly what's it, happening. This is how, that is how I speak in real life. So Same. yes, this is just a direct <laughs> parallel. My, girl, my girlfriend once introduced me to someone specifically because she wanted to hear us do that. She's like, you have the same energy. I would like to hang out quietly while you amp each other up. I think it will be entertaining. That is what is occurring. Awesome. What a gift for everyone involved. Indeed. Uh, brilliant, yeah. And I think that, uh, I think that like, Oris, um, like, as these uh, jars come, as these jars come out, or... Uh, Oris is going to is going to kind of like you know more quietly participate in this. Take a look at the jar. Uh, take a look at like these jars and salves, and and like kind of like get the texture and feel of it, and ask. And it's like, so you dried the seaweed first? Yes. Yeah. I have. You have to like get get up to island level. I know it obviously gets rehydrated again later, but first you have to dehydrate it to concentrate huh. the minerals. It's amazing. And then you cook it, it down my, again. I can feel it working on my fingers already. It's... I think, like, at this point, Fossa has entered their work mode, and so, like, reaches out and is like, may I? And if if Oris is cool with it, is gonna, like, like hold Oris's hands to, like, actually, like, rub it into rub it into their palm. Yeah, uh, I think that Oris lets you do that, and they you feel mm-hmm. tension uh, from them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're definitely, like, they're holding their hand, but they're, like, their muscles are all still very much activated. Uh, while you're doing this, yeah. um, but uh, yeah, uh, what kind of uh, what kind of like aptitude or dexterity are you working with? Let me check. Um, I have more might than dexterity. Uh, okay, my dexterity is one. Cool. My might is four, might so is I can four. put great pressure on this. Yes, if I if I find a muscle knot, I can I can bear down on it with the attention yeah. with the attention and fury of a. Uh, of a muscle balm based god, um, <laughs> but Fossa is a large framed person. They are not mega fine tuned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then I think that like um, you kind of slowly feel out that permission in with um, yeah, uh, yeah, with Horus's hand, um, and like you you feel like and, and you like you notice that like. You apply are applying like max pressure to, and Oris mm-hmm. is not flinching away, and, it's, and that is in fact loosening mm-hmm. them up. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Fossa just think kind of like nod, nods mildly. It's like that's how it is sometimes um, when the tension gets gets that, set in really um, deep. It takes it takes quite him. a bit to unlock. Um, um, 
I, I don't get massages that uh, often myself, but when watching, I do, I basically just need um, someone to Fossa and ours a little yeah. jealously. But you can't really, you can't, you can't tell it. It's uh, like it's like one of those like we're if gonna you be were traveling in, a lot, in, in I, hit, like know? deep within the, the it's gonna, nucleus it's of the social circle, you see like a slight like uh like well groomed eyebrow twitch. But that would be it. Like, other than that, he's like, yeah, yeah. like they're yeah, like, I am little, eating food. Like, that is what I'm doing right now. I am not jealous. Shut uh, up. Like it's caught uh, <laughs> off of Aris's eyes. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Justine, what's happening with you at the at the uh, at the dinner table? Uh, obviously, yes. No jealousy mm. at the table. <laughs> yes no no jealousy at the table yeah i, I yeah I, I think um mm-hmm. justine repeats, giving a like, hand yes, massage no to no the jealousy person. at the table yeah. like it's a common mantra and and like and uh like finishes the rest of um his cocktail and like clinks the glass <laughs> like, to ask for another and um yeah yeah um but our our, our narrative camera catches the eyebrow twitch for sure uh incredible um the uh the viscerine of uh of rouge Aww, clocks that i love it it's like justine yeah. just justine love there's plenty to go around no need for jealousy not at the table <laughs> rouge etiquette is delightful mm-hmm. um Mm -hmm. i think there's an eye twitch again but it's more but it's it's like if there was like subtitles this is like a like how dare you eye twitch because Uh, i feel like i was gonna say like there's like like, there's like different parts of of justine's brain and one part is like that's like hashtag chasing that high of like foiling rich people's plans and then there's like the third part that's like i've done it I, like i think i've done my my, my I i've done enough quite and, an and why am i it's like why are you ask, but, yeah so that's sure that, so that one is causing the eye twitch it's like i've done enough all, for this kingdom over, and now you're asking you now you move the finish line you can fuck all the way off table. that's all that eyebrow that's all this eyebrow is saying that whole like that whole monologue and Yes, um, <laughs> and uh, so I think that um, all translate word wise to a thank you as they sip uh, their their refreshed cocktail. And I forgot to mention this um, since I forgot that um, Oris is a, a guardian too. That um, uh, Justine's wings kind are, are very small; <laughs> they're not like to scale um, because they, they don't really. Yeah, uh, because uh, I, I, I they're not really a, a flying type, but Lots I feel like they, they like, kind of look like. Um, lotus petals um and uh like it's uh, like um at the set like um <laughs> towards the middle where they would like meet the, the <laughs> um I, I don't know why the first thing that came to mind even though it, it wasn't really a lotus uh, flower was mothers the, and um, fuckers animated, of the jury this trial um, is a show um, robin hood where um robin gives marion that that flower ring and like a little like uh firefly lands on it so there's like a fly there's like little like dancing lights um around the center of mm-hmm. the wings um and those and those are always going off so yes 
I forgot Justine was a guardian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go, go. Beautiful. Like little rouge fireflies. Ah, that's that's awesome. What a great image. Um amazing. Uh and yeah, the uh the Viceroy very ple very pleased with your thanks and the Viserin uh like peers over like a goblet seeing like uh and was like reading and was reading you as you were doing that. Like, okay. Sip. You're you're still doing it, and that's what matters. Um, <laughs> uh, these mom moments are kind of broken by my. That's insane! Oh my god, I forgot about the princess. Yeah. Um. No. What do you mean you're not coming? And for the princess gestures at at uh the guards uh, uh Wizzer um and then and then um. Z wheels uh, around. Uh, like, I didn't want to interrupt in case we are, you're we like, have a punish in our party. <laughs> um, and or and uh, <laughs> Oris, who is so, like going uh, think, for um, a who's going for an like, obscure uh, down. When, um, um, Sen I think that like Oris, says, uh, there's a punish among us, and um, like and Oris like eating. continues uh, not to absolutely uh, like give two fucks. Um, uh, I think Justine being a, a, uh, like, a you know their like back over constantly being on the have you see this right like notice like notices the very subtle yeah yeah I know Cedric is waiting yes I think Cedric is waiting for affirmation and um and if if no one's gonna pipe up I think picks up their goblet and like like what's up like perfectly like 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 sachet slash saunters over go, to, go, go. to senric and no. <laughs> um, Save me there's like a, a brief moment where like Help um, uh, justine just smiles at at, at them like it, it, it's a very plain smile but like uh, like uh, again if there's like subtitles it's like i, I, I was like mm -hmm. i will kill you <laughs> mm -hmm. it, um <laughs> And um, instead, they like they, they like 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 they like they they direct the energy elsewhere. And uh, Justine offers a hand and smi like smiles more like a. And mm -hmm. I don't think we were properly introduced to each other. It's my first uh, time amongst such highborn. Mm hmm. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and Cedric yeah. sees you smiling at it. It's like, yeah, you, you get it. This is important. Like. Yes.
I don't. I don't think think so. It's okay. But I think uh, I know. Justine you're, is perfected Justine, listening, right? but not From actually listening. So yes, yes. Well, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I know you know who I am. Cenric um, meets your hand, or actually holds out uh, Zer hand, <laughs> but kiss the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Snotty little power player. <laughs> That, that's a moss thought, not a. Oh yeah. Thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, then I think that I think that like you have uh, definitely taken um, Zer energy down, um, and so Cenric uh, yeah, is coming back to the table. And I think he's gonna like choose to sit closer to you now because like you seem to be good conversation. Ugh, these people. Uh, Your reward is babysitting the royal. <laughs> incredible perfect um then uh the driveling worries of someone who hasn't had to walk a mile in their life is uh like <laughs> like flood you um and uh yeah um then the, i think the dinner uh like progresses uh oris keeps very much to themselves after that point you know what actually be great um mm-hmm. is a uh, Senric, uh, get, Senric returns to the table. It's like, I suppose there's nothing juicier. Might as well air all the dirty laundry then. Hmm? I'll go first. Uh, Who's saying this? Uh, Senric. Senric. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll go, I'll go first. Nothing special. It's nothing too special for me. I made a bad call on an or- on an order that I gave out. Things went a little bit sideways. Things went a little bit sideways, but the magic of the realm is is you know doing its thing it's all a mistake i'm sure it's going to get all for work worked up fine but i too am cursed just like the rest of you you're taking a pilgrimage to like the manager of prism it's <laughs> it's also a, a sign of good faith you see like look this is the first quittance <laughs> that's being had in generations Mother and father wants to go right, so why not put the right? Why not put the right people where they need to be? Uh, Hawthorne. Hmm. Trying to think of the right passive aggressive way to do it. Uh, the people of the blue realm are are fabled for their accountability. <laughs> It is an honor to see the nobility so invested uh, in a project such as this quittance. Your vibration. Well said. If I'm going to take, if, if I am going to take leadership of, Justin, of this realm, Justine it mutters, do, it would do uh, me I well can't forget what I didn't remember. <laughs> this NPC is going to die the minute we leave this kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It's honestly <laughs> kind of a convenience that I have this curse. It's a good excuse anyway to get out and get and go out and stretch my fins. Once this is all over, don't think I'll forget any of you either. You're the ones helping make this happen. Fossa fights with the internal <laughs> reflex to start, like, talking about useful stretching routines when the phrase stretch my fins <laughs> is stated, uh-huh. and then, like, catches catches themselves as they remember that that is a colloquialism and not a literal invitation yeah. <laughs> to discuss physical therapy. What do you mean? Ooh, intrigue. 
mystery. It's not bad. You are going to be good at conversation, I can tell. <laughs> and um, you, and uh, you, Muriel, I can tell you're also going to be a glowing conversationalist. Why not enlighten us? Why are you here? Muriel has been uh, studiously focused on eating her food um, and just like, not going to get into this right now. Not going to start this off. We are at a royal banquet and one of the royals is being, um, um, and so she again sort of delicately sets down her utensils in their proper places and, uh, and kind of folds her hands and says, hmm, I, I, I am so grateful for uh, your offer of an opportunity to share more of myself. Um, it's uh, You're in <laughs> your vibrancy. You you flatter me. Um, and she uh, she's sort of delicately playing with uh, a ring on her finger um, as she says, um, "I." I am I am new to my curse and I don't understand it very fully yet. So I feel that anything that I could say initially might misrepresent my my position as I come to understand it better. I would I would loathe to uh how does she put it? Um she basically uses some very like flattering uh uh it she basically manages to say like I'm not I'm not sharing shit about myself with you right now, but in a way that makes it sound like a compliment. Um, and uh, I'm even totally. willing to do an etiquette role to make oh, that happen. Oh, I'm such a silly little yeah. selkie. Oh. I don't know anything. I'm going to learn so right. much from traveling with you. You're While still making <laughs> it like so cool. just underneath very clear, like um, you haven't earned that access to me yet. Um, mm-hmm. basically is, is her, like her underlying message, but it's mm-hmm. wrapped up in such a beautiful present, um, and handed over like, <laughs> uh, like just, you know, here. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Senric absolutely like takes that gift. It's not, well, no worries. We're going to have lots of time together. I'm open ears when you figure out what it's all about, you know? This is going to be a journey of self-discovery for all of us, isn't it? Ooh, the angle she comes at is one of, like, extreme humility of, like, I'm boring. I honestly, I'm not sure how I earned this immense honor to be here with you. But as soon as I figure that out, I'll let you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> Ooh, Sandra loves that. Amazing. And, uh... You, Hawthorne, and you, Hawthorne, seem the the strong type. I can't imagine what scrapes you must have gotten in before coming here to this table. Uh, oh, he, is he asking about my curse? Uh, hold on. Z. Is Z asking about my curse? Uh, yeah, 100%. Inviting that and also, like, ingratiating himself to you because, like, Z just lost their bodyguards. <laughs> well Senric you and I are very much alike in that we each made a call and got someone killed Uh, I cared about mine and the difference is I can take responsibility for what happened burden of leadership Hmm? what was the last part uh ignored let him (laughs) aha what about you and uh like uh like point like uh, kind of like shoves a glass uh at uh fossa mm-hmm. 
mine is relatively straightforward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fossa, yeah, Fossa has like been yeah studiously focused on their food for for a bit too, uh, and sort of they, like cast cast an eye sideways at Hawthorne to see what was going to happen um, <laughs> when Hawthorne got asked. Uh, Fossa Fossa does not have strong noble <laughs> etiquette or patience, but does feel required to be deferential, and so just kind of. Mine is relatively straightforward. I am a thief and an oathbreaker. I am cursed to wander. I hope that the scale of wandering that the quittance requires will be enough, finally, to let me rest somewhere. Mm. Refreshingly straightforward. I can appreciate that, Fossa. And I'm sure that honesty will be a beautiful first step on that redemption. And Muriel gives Fossa her, like... Mm -hmm non-verbal like you're doing great sweetie kind of look she's just like <laughs> it's okay you're fine <laughs> fossa like looks fossa doesn't enjoy that look fossa looks away that's more more awareness of they're not enjoying the fact that other people are aware of their discomfort i apologize if we already discussed it but like what we're all kind of hoping to be uncursed at the end of the quittance do we know what is there that sort of lifts it, the, or the, is that a mystery? Yeah. So the promise of the quittance is that it is an it is an old tradition <laughs> that when undertake when undertaken when the pilgrims cross the land and gain the tokens of favor from the people of Prism and ferry them uh, to the land beyond, um, which is this kind of semi mythical land beyond even the Violet Realm. Um, that, that that's the part Hawthorne is the most familiar yeah, with for sure. Um mm -hmm. that the quitten that like the the ritual of the quittance um will remove all curses. No matter what they, they are, they are forgiven at the end of the quittance. So yeah, it's sort of a pilgrimage like with a, a holy postal service yeah, element. Yeah. Where, mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. we're collecting the goodwill of the whole land, mm -hmm. and if we traverse the whole land successfully carrying that goodwill. We're gathering the, the chaos emeralds, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bringing them to Mount Doom and <laughs> and so forth and so on. Yeah, it's there's it's make me think a little bit. There's a in the Goblin Emperor book series. There's like a pilgrimage mm -hmm. system that people do in lots of different different faiths, and it's like it tends to involve going to a hard to get to place, and there will be a little bowl of tokens there. Like you have to pick uh... up a token to prove that you like actually physically got to the pilgrimage yeah. site and so that's that's how i'm internally framing the like tokens from all the realms mm -hmm. thing like we have to make the the physical present effort to go be in each like realm. we have 100%. our little our little tourist passports and we're going to get the stamps from all of the little locations yeah. stamps. <laughs> <laughs> yep this is just like trick-or-treating <laughs> another great parallel yes um yes uh and uh then finally, Senric uh, kind of hums and haws uh, as they like drag their attention to the last member of the quittance, and uh, Senric <laughs> is about to open her mouth. Whichever DD that focused uh, on uh, their food counts at the time says, "I killed someone. It had to be done, and I did it. And now I'm here." Yeah. <laughs> and and Senric like, chokes on Sir Words for a little bit. <laughs> I think Hawthorne feels extremely like jealous because the the death that led to their curse was like completely needless. Like 
which I, I think Fossa might know about. Um, but after, yeah. like, when Cynric is going around, I think at one point Hawthorne leans over and just goes, is this guy for fucking real? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, well, whatever fish Jesus is. is <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll figure something out. We can put it in post. Just yeah. What's, 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 like, what's your, what's your god? Like, let's you can swear by yeah, your god. Mine is the moon priestess. Justine's yeah. attention. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't uh, know how vulgar do you get. Can the lunar labia majora. Muriel just seems to be like the, the, the type of person that should have um, some one of the gorgeous center yeah, pieces think, right um, next to her. I think yeah, yeah, Fossa. When you ask, like, if the princess is for real, I think she notices that the flowers start like pollinating profusely because I feel like. Like like um si- they convince um, themselves since, that it uh, is Justine is a chameleon uh, and it is our um I and each com- and, and, and so they're that. they're kind of like um um like um oh, minor spellcasters in in their own right like cantrip spells uh, and ahead, um, uh, spellcasting in Prism is using the aptitude skill which is like the Disney princess skill so it's like singing and dancing performing and I feel like like their perform like mm-hmm. their performance is like uh is like a sexy talk. So like it, it's like, so like whenever if they're like doing like a mission with someone, it's like oh no, I'll have to suck the poison out. So it's just like so, <laughs> so it's like so it's it's it's, it's so, it's, so it's, um, there's like a very subtle like aroused moan when when Aura says that, and like the flowers are like oh. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have good control over your empathic range right now. All the plants are noticing. Muriel kind of, like, subtly puts a hand over one of the little kelp bulbs at her shoulder that has just started, like, erupting with little kelp spores. She's like, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, Auris continues paying attention to their plate and their dinner. Um, yeah, uh, I think that... Um, I think that, like, it is around this time that, like, the feast begins uh, drawing to a close. Um, <laughs> it is the feast begins. The feast oh, begins! Shit. Woo! They I hope you like the hors d'oeuvres! Um, 